Now, I want to share with you a continuation. So, ito ang part two ng uh, our series on I Need Wisdom. Okay, so last week I said I Need Wisdom. Kanina, umawit tayo ng song, I Need Grace, In Need of Mercy, In Need of Love, and we really need wisdom sa buhay natin. So, sabi mo, I Need Wisdom. Kung yan pa rin. And, let's see, give me a space here. Medyo crowded dyan. <laughs> okay, so it says in... In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3, that by wisdom, do you have a handouts? So good, you can uh, sum up. Wala pa? Okay. Kung may extra handouts, pakibigay dito. Raise your hand if you don't yet have one. Okay, so marami dito ay wala pa. Just raise your hand and the ushers will bring you one. Huh? But it says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3, by wisdom, a house is built. And through understanding, it is established. Now, whenever you see the word house in the Bible, you will, talk, you will, you will hear this phrase, now, planted in the house of God, or the vision, uh, uh, the house, building a house. Whenever you see that word house, a house is not just the physical, now, na bahay. It's, it's the place where you live, the, where you where you have your family, where you have your sleep, your nourishment. You know, that's where you live and exist. So the house in the Bible refers to our life, our zone of living. It refers to the, 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 the future. If you're building a house, you're building your future. Marriage, your family, your business, your ministry sa Panginoon. So the house in the Bible says, it says here that by wisdom, the house is built. Not by any other things, but by wisdom, a house is built. And Proverbs 127 verse, five, uh, verse 1, unless the Lord builds the house, those builders or its builders labor in vain. You know, God has a building plan for your life. Merosham blueprint. And God, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, for your future, for your life, for your marriage. If you're single, God has a plan. If you're married, God has a plan. Wherever you are, God has a plan. He wants to build your life, your home, your spiritual development, ministry. And the way that God builds, yung style niya, God builds via wisdom. It's wisdom that God uses to build the house. Proverbs, uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. It says, A wise man built his house on the rock. Okay, can you, can you read that with me? Ready, go. A wise man built his house on the rock. Now, when I was growing up sa, sa, sa Bible school, meron kaming ma, ma children's songs na may actions. Okay, would you like to learn a song? I'm going to teach you a song. Just hold this now. The song is like this. It says, A wise man built his house on the rock. Okay, you try it. No? Come on, you try it. The wise man built his house on the rock. The wise man built his house on the rock. The wise man built his house on the rock. And the rains came tumbling down. 
The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. And the wise man's house stood firm. But the foolish man built his house on the sand. The foolish man built his house on the sand. The foolish man built his house on the sand. And the rains came tumbling down. Boom, boom, boom. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. And the foolish man's house went splat. So build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. Build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. So build your house on the Lord Jesus Christ. And... Um, I forgot the words. The house stood firm. So, uh, how many of you like cartoons? You like to watch cartoons? I have a cartoons here for you. And it's based on Matthew chapter 7, nung nagkwento si Jesus about the wise man who built his house. Big sabihin, nagpatayo ng kanyang bahay, ng kanyang life, his future, his family, built on a rock. And the foolish man built his life the foundation of his future, the foundation of his character and his marriage and his business was on the sand. So watch this cartoon and we can see it. You must do more than simply believe these things. You must do these things. Whoever hears these words of mine and does them, him I will compare to a wise man who built his house upon a rock. Digging the foundation for my house. Up here? The soil sits on a huge rock. It'll take you forever to dig here. Yes. But just think how strong the house will be when I'm done. <laughs> just think of all the time you'll have wasted. We'll make do somehow. <laughs> Suit yourself. I'm building over here. But that soil is too sandy. You can't build on that. It isn't safe. Pish posh. I'll build on it all right. And I'll be done in half the time it takes you. <laughs> Pay no attention, boys. We're doing the right thing.
is. The river can't hurt the rock beneath us. Stop your whining. Not a single drop has come through. It's not the roof I'm worried about. my words and does them not is like the foolish man who built his house without a foundation and great was the fall thereof. Jesus said he who hears my words and does not do them you know maybe you attend church every week after week after week and you hear a lot of words from Christ from the Bible wisdom says if you kung hindi mo sinasabuhay it's like a foolish man who builds you build you build your life you're building your 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 character on sand and great is the fall you will go down it's easier to ignore the words of god it's easier to just follow your feelings do what is best for you what you think and what you want that's easy but it's not strong for long term. It's not about if a storm will come to you. It's when the storm will come to you. Garantisado darating ang bagyo sa wise and foolish pareho. It's just the difference on the foundation. Kung ikaw ay finish strong, and your life will still be standing firm, standing in faith, planted in the house, flourishing, growing, bearing fruit. Or if you enjoyed a short season of fun and easy, you know, ng bahay, parang happy happy siya, pero hindi niya inisip yung long term. Hindi niya kinonsider yung importance of a strong foundation. And the Bible says it's wisdom that builds the house. A lot of people try to build their house or their life on other foundations. They're not bad. They look good. It seems the, 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 the right way. Proverbs says there's a way that, that seems right to people, but it leads to death. And a lot of people, and I, I want you to have wisdom today, 
to don't try to build your house on a foundation of, and I'll give you three, three common na, na foundations that people try to build their life on. Number one is rules. Don't try to build your house on a foundation of rules, uh, religion. Some people think if I just if magtatapat lang ako sa religion namin, and that that will be uh, that was good for my grandmother, for my mother, and for me. Or if you think that following the Ten Commandments or or giving yourself rules will be a good foundation, it's not. In fact, the Bible says this that the law or following laws actually steers up sin all the more. Did you know that? The more you try to follow the laws and follow the rules, the more the sin will become strong in your life. The more the temptation will be active in your life. So it's not a good foundation to build on. Here's what Apostle Paul said. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. Read it with me. Ready? Go. I am free to do all things, but not all things are wise. I am free to do all things, but I will not let myself come under the power of any. Paul, I'm not going to allow myself to be controlled by anything. Not by beer, not by cigarettes, not by uh, uh, CD, movies. I'm not going to allow gambling to control me. I'm free. I'm not, I'm not under the laws. I don't have a rules and regulations na, na bilang foundation ng buhay ko. No, no. Even Jesus, even Paul, they didn't follow rules as the foundation of their life. It was wisdom that builds the house, not rules. And Paul says, I'm free. I can do anything, but it's not wise. So, ang nagpapatakbo ng buhay niya is not rules, but wisdom. You know, Proverbs chapter 24 says, Eat honey. Sino mahilig sa honey? You know, like honey. Eat honey because it's sweet to the taste. And then the next chapter in 25, it says, Don't eat too much honey. Or you'll get sick. And you might vomit. So, ang, 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 ang pointos dito is, you don't ban honey. Okay? No more honey. Rule. Rule number one. No honey. That was not, that's not the solution. The solution is, use wisdom. You know, the Bible says it's wrong to uh, the sin of gluttony. Okay? Sino dito matakaw? You know, gluttony. You know, and that's a sin, right? But you don't ban food. You just use wisdom. So, so over and over again, the, the Bible says it's, it's being wise. In the Old Testament, there were rules. But in the new covenant season that we live in, we're under a, a, a season of grace. And Jesus came to fulfill all the rules so that you would be free from them. He's, he came not to give rules and commandments and regulations because those will you'll never keep them god knows you'll fail everybody does so jesus didn't come to bring laws he came to bring a spirit of wisdom 
to put his spirit, a wise spirit inside of you so that you will be guided to the right way of living. It's not rules that builds the house. It's wisdom. And in fact, wisdom, you know, wisdom is John the Baptist. When he came, he drank no wine. Walang alak kay John the Baptist. Dahil yun ang pinagawa ni God sa kanya. And he often fasted. Nung dumating si Jesus, he would feast and drink with sinners. <laughs> because God had a different mission for him. And God will customize His work in each person's life. And what is right for one person is, is, is something that you have to have wisdom to, to know that that's right for him. And God will tell you what you should do. But we don't follow legalism and religion. We follow a relationship and God puts his spirit of wisdom inside of you. So don't try to build your life on rituals and traditions and religion and rules. Build your life on a relationship with Jesus and the spirit of wisdom will guide you into all truth. Number two is don't build on the foundation of money. So be more money. You know, many families were broken because of money. Mostly ang mga away ng mag-asawa is because of money. Sibling rivalries you know, fighting about land and privileges and it, somehow all of the gulo, all of the heartaches in our lives, most of them can be traced somehow back to money. Money is a great servant, but a terrible master of your life. And if you build your life on money, it will be a sandy foundation. Hindi matibay ang foundation ng Pera. And maraming nagsasabi na, I just want to be financially stable. I just want to have security for the future. And maraming, actually it's deceit. If you think that finances can make you stable, you're building in a foolish way. There is no, listen to me, there is no such thing as financial stability don't believe the lie even the most wealthy people can have their downfall even the most even Donald Trump went bankrupt you know even the people that think they have security can be robbed they can have earthquake you ask the people in Japan Japan and because of the earthquake now nuclear fallout and even in Manila, we had these typhoons that destroyed mga bahay worth millions. Wag mong isipin na finances will make you stable. Wisdom will make you stable. It's wisdom that builds the house, not money. Don't believe your... If you think people that, has, that have a lot of money, you think they're stable and happy... Someday the storms will come. Someday darating ang darating ang bagyo sa buhay nila. And if your yung inaasa or if your your hope was on money, it will crash. 
your life will be upside down. Here's what 1 Timothy verse, uh, chapter 6 says. 1 Timothy 6, 6, Godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. Kaya masasabi ko, with all confidence, ako ay isang wealthy man. I'm wealthy. Why? Because there's godliness with contentment. Are you wealthy? Kahit na, I don't know how much money you have. That's not the question. Even how much you have, you can still be wealthy with what you have. If you love godliness with contentment, it already is great wealth. Chapter 6 verse 9 says, Those who desire, okay? Alam yung desire, yung crave. You know, they lust for more. They want more. Those who desire to be rich fall into, read it with me, temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. Inuulit ko, marriages break apart. Siblings who, who should love each other fight and don't talk to each other. Friendships, trust, sira. Many things can be ruined because of building your hope and building your life on finances. Trying to be rich. And in chapter 6 verse 10 it says, The love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And verse 17 says to warn the rich not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Do you understand that? So the Bible warns you not to love money. Don't trust money. Don't love it. And you know, how can you tell if someone loves money? Maybe you think the one who loves money is the person who has so much money. And the people that don't have much money, maybe you think they don't love money because wala na masilang pera. But it's not how much you have that will show kung ikaw ay lover of money. To love money is, is really more about your attitude about how much money somebody else has. Are you, listen to me. If you have a strong opinion about how much money somebody else has, maybe you love money. But you have this opinion. You're always concerned. You're thinking and talking about how much money someone else has, other people's money. Then even if you don't have much, maybe you're a lover of money. If you don't know how to rejoice with the wealth and blessing and prosperity of other people, well, then you might actually be craving that money yourself. Are you following me? I hope we don't have lovers of money in this church. Because if you love money, you're building on a foolish and unsafe foundation. It's unreliable for your future. But wisdom builds the house. 
Take away all my money, but if I have wisdom, it's going to build my house. Are you following me? It's wisdom that builds the house, not money. And you know, contentment is wealthy. If you're content, you should, you should be one of the wealthiest people in your barangay. Because bihira makakapaghanap ng tao na tunay na contented. And when I say contented, hindi kong ibig sabihin na you don't want more. You don't want to grow. You don't want to have a profit and increase. Because if your idea of contentment is hanggang dito lang kami, basta katang-tamang lang sa amin, you know, just enough for us, just enough for our house, to pay the rent, to, you know. If that's your idea of contentment, that's foolish and selfish. Why selfish? Hindi naman ako ninais na maging mayaman eh. No, but if you're only if you only want enough for you, at wala kang vision for overflow, wala kang vision to bring finances to the house of God, wala kang balak na mag, 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 maging blessed to be a blessing. If you don't have a heart to overflow finances, you just want to keep the minimum enough to satisfy you and your family, food for your refrigerator, Tuition for your children, just for you. That's a very selfish foundation. But contentment is not also yung, okay, I'll be content kapag uh, mayroon akong savings na 100,000. But until that time, I have to strive. I have to work hard. I have to mahanap buhay. You know, if you're not content now, You'll never be content with more. Con listen to me. Contentment is not the goal. Contentment should be your starting point. The goal should be effectiveness for the kingdom of God. That your finances are your slave to build the house of God, to Build your house on wisdom and contentment that should be given. Doon ka magsisimula eh. So if you're not yet content, you get content first. That's not your goal. That's your starting place. So it's contentment that is already makes you wealthy. And wisdom will build that contentment in you. Because wisdom gives you the truth, the revelation. Money is not stable. But Jesus Christ is a rock. You know, if you build your life on wisdom, and here's the funny thing. Rules are where you have boundaries na ini-enforce sa ibang tao, right? You're enforcing this boundary sa ibang tao, kaya tawag doon rules. If you build your house on wisdom, you will bring boundaries to your house. You, if, you, if you build your house with wisdom, of course, you'll have locks on the doors. And you'll have boundaries secured for your house. But you don't build your house on the boundaries. You don't build your house on rules. But if you have children, you know you need some boundaries, right? Now, 
another thing about finances. If you build your house on wisdom, not money, you will still bring finances to the house. But hindi yan magiging kapasihan o foundation ng buhay mo. See? So in the church, we, we, this church is not about money. Kahit na maraming nag-accuse noon na mukhang pera yung church. Every week, meron silang hold-up robbery sa mga tao. Pass the hat. You know, people criticize and, you know, they think what they want. But I think those of you who have been a member of this church, you know, for all these years, we don't love money. Money is not the priority of the house. Money is not the vision of the house. It's not what we build the house on. We build the house on wisdom. And money comes as a slave to, to help us accomplish what God has called us to do. And the same thing, you should build your ministry and your, and your, and your household, not on money. Don't make that the goal. Don't make that your, your obsession day after day. Make wisdom what you build your house on. And then money will come. Money will come when you're wise. Number three, education and achievements. Education and achievements. That's a sandy foundation for your life. Now, I know dito sa society natin ngayon, napakahalaga o napakataas ang priority na binibigay ng mga parents for the education of their children. Many parents even say, you have to study. You have to have education. Education is everything in this life. They will even say that unless you have a, an education, you'll never get out of poverty. You'll never be somebody. And marami na, 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 nasa isip nila is, makapagtapos lang. Yan lang ang goal ng buhay ko. O makapagtapos lang yung mga anak ko. Sa kanila ako maging happy and stable. Secured na kami doon. That's sand. You're building your life on sand. It's foolish to put your life on education or achievements. It's, a, it's amazing to me that some parents put so much priority on education, but so little priority on the spiritual development of their children. Are you listening to me? Your mind, your education, that is temporary while you're on this earth. You should have an education. You should use every resource, every tool you can. But it's the spirit that lasts for eternity. Would you not invest at least the same or more sa spirit ng mga anak mo that you invest in the mind Napang earthly? Are you, are you following? I'm just trying to put wisdom out there for you. Again, you don't build your life, you don't build a house on education and achievements, but you build on wisdom. And with wisdom, you bring learning into your life. You bring schooling into your house. 
All of these things come into play, but that's not the foundation. The foundation should be a rock. The solid relationship and, and the spirit of wisdom with Jesus Christ. Is that very clear? Yeah. <laughs> Money, rules, education, achievements. Listen to what 1 Corinthians says about education. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 19. As the scriptures say, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and discard the intelligence of the intelligent. <laughs> so where does this leave the philosophers, the scholars, and the world's brilliant debaters? God has made the wisdom of this world look foolish. And I can confirm that by showing you so many college graduates that still work at Jollibee. Right? And so many people that and I'm all for education. But sometimes if you think that's your solution in life, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be very disappointed. Pagdating ng araw. When you find that that doesn't fulfill you, that having an education doesn't mean that you're wise, that you finish school but you still have the same relationship conflicts that the other people have. That you got a brilliant mind and so much science and engineering, but you still can't keep your marriage together. You still don't know how to manage money. You still don't, you know, it's easy to have a wedding, but it's hard to stay married. It's easy to enroll in school, but it's hard to be a lifelong learner. It's easy to be baptized or join a church, but it's a different story to stay planted in the house of God year after year after year. So friends, don't be fooled by weak, sandy foundations. Get wisdom and build your house on a rock. Is that some hard teaching today? Let me share with you some lessons from the life of the boy Jesus, the child Jesus. He was only 12 years old. And his Parents took him to the temple na kung saan merong annual celebrations. And lagi-lagi sila pumupunta sa temple. They brought Jesus and Jesus was there in the temple. And uh, they have the celebrations and then it's time to go home. So pa-uwi nga sila, naglalakad sila by groups. And they, at night, they realized, wala si Jesus. Hindi kasama pala si Jesus. Asan siya? Akala ko na sayo. He said, they asked the relatives and the friends. Have you seen Jesus? Wala siya dito. Akala, akala namin. Andun siya sa inyo. Wala si Jesus. So they went back one whole day's journey. Bumalik sila sa Jerusalem. Bumalik sila at nagahanap sila uh, si Jesus sa temple o sa city of Jerusalem. For three days, they looked for Him. And finally, they found Him in the temple. Look at over here in, uh, in uh, chapter 2 of Luke, verse 46. They found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and answers. Gulat sila sa wisdom ni Jesus. 
Luke chapter four, chapter two, verse 40 says that it says right here, chapter two, verse 40, the child. Now, how old is Jesus? Twelve years old. Hindi pa siya nagtapos ng kanyang puberty. You know, he's just a boy. Twelve years old. And it says here that the child grew and became strong in spirit. He was filled with wisdom. So be more filled. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. Over in Luke 2 verse 52, it says that Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature, yung kanyang uh, status and his physical frame, and in favor with God and men. So the child Jesus, 12 years old, is already, sa edad na yan, full of wisdom. And yet, over in verse 52, it says he kept increasing. So verse 40, he's full of wisdom. Verse 52, he keeps increasing in wisdom. How can you keep increasing when you're already full? Diba? Puno na tong water. How can you increase the volume of water? Pag puno na. The only way you can increase when you're full is to grow and make more space. To stretch. To increase your capacity. And some of you have a lot of wisdom. Especially yung may edad, many years of marriage, many years of life, gray hair na, my wise man. But you know you can still increase like Jesus. Increased in wisdom. And it says again that in, in Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6, it says the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding he stores up okay i don't mean to be in stores up stockpile may warehouse may stocks maraming stocks the bible says that the lord stores up sound wisdom for the upright sound wisdom sound means to say it's it's dependable solid so I'm telling you that no matter where you are in life, there's more wisdom for you. God has stored up another level for you. And James chapter five, chapter one, verse five says you can ask God and he gives wisdom generously. Yung, yung style na pagbibigay ng wisdom ni God sa atin is a generous style. It's, it's not yung kuriput, yung one at a time. God will give you wisdom with a generous spirit. So there's a lot more wisdom and you got to keep increasing in wisdom. And the only way to increase is to grow more space. Now there's two ways that you can grow more space. The first way that you can grow more space is by stretching. Okay? When you, when you stretch, when you expand, it to be an, if you live your life in a way that is... You're demanding wisdom. You need it to make it through this business deal, to make it through this relationship, to make it through this week. You need wisdom. You can't make it. You're stretching. You're living your life in such a way na hindi know it all, 
You, you, I, it's, it's, it's called in business, they call it supply and demand. It, when, when the demand is increasing, you, you know, it just makes more room for more supply. The other way that you can increase in having wisdom is that you decrease in yourself and your own understanding. See, kasi kung puno ka of your own wisdom, your own worldly logic and understanding, there's no room for God's wisdom. But John the Baptist said, He, Jesus, must increase and I must decrease. So when you magnify the Lord and you minimize your own understanding and you say, I need wisdom, then as you grow smaller, the space for God grows bigger. Okay? Uulitin ko. In your life, as you grow humble and smaller and decrease yourself and your selfishness, then you will make space for God's wisdom. Okay, so that's number one lesson from the life of Jesus is to increase. And number two is to build a strong spirit. Okay, the spirit is your inner person. Okay, many people are worried about their figure, kung shape ng katawan, kung muscles or what. But you know, you got to build the inside of you. Build a strong spirit. Jesus was filled with wisdom. Ibig sabihin, wisdom was on the inside of him. It was in his heart. It was in his spirit. And it says he became strong in spirit. Now maybe you're weak in spirit. Maybe you feel weak sometimes. If you're weak, it be, ibig sabihin, you're easily wounded. You know, uh, delicate, super sensitive. Maybe your feelings easily get hurt. You're easily offended. Or you're, you're easily defeated. You're very sensitive. Easily, you easily get discouraged. That's a weak spirit. That's a defeated spirit. It's dysfunctional. You're going to live your life very dysfunctional. Not full of joy, not full of strength. If you have a weak spirit, then it's going to be, uh, there's going to be all kinds of problems in your life. But if you build the house on wisdom, it's wisdom that builds the house, then wisdom inside of you will generate strength and health. Wouldn't you like to have a generator? Inside of you. Now, muski brownout, diba? Muski may brownout, it's not a problem. You have a generator. And it's inside your house. Your neighbors don't have resource of electricity, but you have a source of electricity. You understand? It's wisdom inside you that builds a strong spirit. You learn how to encourage yourself. You learn how to, to forgive at a very high level. You learn how to be patient and long-suffering. You're stable in your mind, stable in your emotions. That's a strong spirit like Jesus. Wisdom builds a strong spirit in you. 
So you got to have that kind of health so that when temptation comes, you're strong on the inside. Hindi ka basta-basta bumibigay o nahuhulog sa temptation. You don't give in because you're strong. Your spirit is planted deep. When challenges come, problems come, crisis. You know, early this morning, nalaman ko that my, my uncle Buddy, he, do you remember Buddy? He came here, your uncle Buddy. He died yesterday. And when I found out that he was dead, and then I asked, you know, how is my family, si Wanda, yung kapatid ng tatay ko, how are you? And I just, I just heard all of this thanksgiving to God about this and that. They would, they would look for things that they could be thankful for. And even though there's a crisis, a family, and, and siyempre affected yung emotions, but our family has a strong spirit. The crisis doesn't make us go depressed and doesn't rock our world because our house is built on a rock. Stable. You've got to have a strong spirit. Number three, lessons from the life of Jesus as a child. Don't depend on age or experience. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12 says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, in purity. You know, wisdom is a good thing to build your house on. But experience is not necessarily always good. Sometimes experience is, over, experience is over, over-glamorized, overrated. For example, many people are very experienced in life. But now they're still negative, cynical, they complain. So all that experience didn't bring wisdom. Experience doesn't necessarily mean wise. There's a lot of people who are more experienced in marriage than me. I've only been married one time. And some people have been married many times. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that doesn't mean you're wise. A lot of people are experienced. A lot of women are very experienced with men, if you know what I mean. You don't know what I mean. Mga babae na marami silang experiences with men. Maraming boyfriends, maraming dinaanan, maraming broken hearts. Hanggang ngayon, man-hater na. Dahil sa mga experiences, didn't create wisdom. Or maybe men are very experienced in, in business and making money, but they've also lost a lot of money, gambled it away, spent it foolishly. So experience doesn't necessarily mean you're wise. This past week, I, I shared with our staff a, a message about the difference between magaling and effective. Maraming tao na magaling. Magaling siya. Magaling. But there's a, I would rather have someone who's effective. 
Yung basketball player na magaling, magaling siya sa three-point zone, magaling siya sa slam dunk even. But that doesn't mean he's effective on the team to win the championship. Many people have, have, have education, they're good at math, they're smart. But that doesn't guarantee you'll be effective. Just knowing the good doesn't mean that you would do it. A lot of times I know, but just because I know something doesn't mean I'm doing it. Are you following me? It's wisdom that builds a house. And even a young person, as young as Jesus at 12 years old, puspus siya sa wisdom. And I'm thankful that we have a lot of young people in this church. Children even, that are growing in wisdom. Growing in grace. And that's the next thing. Number four, grow in grace with God. You know what the word grace means or favor. Sa, sa Greek, ang word dito, grow in, Jesus grew in favor with God and favor with man. That word favor in Greek means charity. It's translated charity or charis, which means a gift. It's the same word when the Bible talks about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's the word, it's a gift that you don't deserve. And Jesus grew in grace with God. And we need to grow in grace. Second Peter tells us to continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Did you know that grace is that undeserved favor that we need from God? Grace is what you need to be saved. Hindi ka maliligtas without grace because you're saved by grace through faith. Grace is what you need to wake up in the morning when you don't feel like it. Grace is what you need to change the diaper of a baby. Grace is what you need when you have a conflict at home with your spouse and you don't know how to deal with that person. As if shy taga ibang planet. Na hindi niyan magets, hindi niya maintindihan. You know, grace, you need that. Grace, favor, mercy, the benefits of God, they are new every morning. Great is His faithfulness. And the question came up, e paano kung abuso? Na tuwing na gumawa ako ng kasalanan, and then the same sin, at babalik, at babalik ako sa Diyos, at sasabihin mo, patawad, forgive me na naman. And how, how about that? Do, do you feel sometimes na abuso naman sa grace ni God? That, that you're asking God, for forgiveness and grace again and again and again. Do you feel you're abusing the privilege of God's grace? Pero if I gave you a gift, at ginagamit mo lagi-lagi, hindi ko mafeel na abuso yan. Diba? If I gave you a gift, mga sapatos or t-shirt, at ginagamit mo araw-araw yung t-shirt na yan, I will be so happy. Because ang masasaisi ko is talagang kailangan niya ng t-shirt eh. Buti na lang, naibigay ko yan sa kanya. Nagpapasalamat siya. 
and that makes me happy. And so if you feel that you're growing in grace, huwag mong isipin na you're abuso sa biyayan ng Diyos. You make the heart of the Lord happy every time you use His grace. Every time you find grace. Ang abuso sa biyayan ng Diyos is not because you use it. It's because you don't use it. You try to earn your salvation and work for right standing with God. And the Galatians says you fall from grace when you do that. If you think you can earn God's privileges and favors, he says, Paul says in Galatians 5, in verse 4, 5 verse 4, he says, you've fallen away from God's grace. Hebrews 4.16 says, you come boldly to the throne of grace where you will receive mercy and find grace every time you need it. So grow in grace with God. Number five, grow in favor with other people. Kung ikaw ay businessman and people like you, they like your product, your service, they like your brand, then you will prosper. You will be successful. If you offer quality, you know, if you're a student and you have quality papers, quality projects, you're going to have good grades. You're going to gain favor with the teacher, favor with your customers. If you're a good neighbor, hindi ka maingay, hindi ka nag-aalaga ng aso na makulit. You know, if you are an asset and, and give value up to the people around you, sa relationships, sa work, and, and, the, and the people that you associate with, you will gain favor with people. And that's wise. Now, it's foolish to be a people pleaser, that you spend your life trying to please people, hoping that they will like you, because somehow you need them to love you and accept you. That's foolish because you can never please everybody, but you can please God and get love and acceptance from God. But if you build your life on wisdom, you're going to be an asset and overflow quality to people and you'll grow in favor with other people. They'll like you. They'll be attracted to the spirit inside of you. They'll be drawn to the selflessness in you. They will trust you. They'll trust your heart. So grow in favor with God. Grow in favor with people. Number six is bring wise answers to life's difficult questions. So be a wise answer. Sometimes in life, Diba? There's difficult questions. Why did Buddy die? He's a good man. He was just here a few months ago. He looked healthy. Why? There's a question mark. I, it's a natural. Why did, why did I lose my job? Ako, ako pa ang nagsisikap. Ako pa ang masipag doon. Bakit ako ang natanggal? Hindi siya. Sometimes, life has difficult questions. Why did they pick her to study and not me? Why did my house 
get destroyed sa bagyo. Eliktas naman yung kapitbahay kong lasingero. Pero ako, kami, we always church, we always pray. Bakit kami? There's many times that you have questions in life that are just hard problem questions na there's no easy answer. But Jesus was in the temple discussing deep issues with the teachers. And the people, it says that they were astonished at his answers. They were amazed at his understanding. Ang lalim ng pag-iisip ni Jesus at ang swak na kanyang mga sagot. He was just overflowing with wisdom at 12 years old. Even the difficult questions, he had wisdom to offer in that question. And when, you, and when wisdom builds your house, it doesn't mean that questions and problems will go away from your house. But when the questions come up, when the difficulty arises, there's opposition, there's persecution, there's, there's big question marks, pressures. In that time, because you have a foundation of wisdom, you'll be able to bring wise answers to difficult questions. Why do good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people? You'll be able to have the wisdom of God for every question. It says in the Bible that Jesus was also listening to them. Luke chapter 2, verse 46. This is the last one. Jesus was also listening to them and asking them questions. Not only did Jesus have answers, but Jesus was also willing to learn. So the last one is be teachable. Be teachable. And don't see Jesus willing to learn from others. A very foolish man is the guy who thinks he knows everything. He has nothing to learn. I know this. I got it. I've done it before. I can do it again. You know, Jesus had amazing wisdom. But even though he was full of wisdom, he was still teachable. He was wiser than those people. But he still allowed his heart to receive corrections, to receive new instructions, a new angle, new ideas. Mga kapatid, are you teachable? Are you teachable? Do you have a teachable spirit? Can someone teach you about your work, about your business, about your family? Can someone give you advice? A wise man has many advisors. A wise man who builds his house on rock of wisdom is always hungry to learn more. Kaya hindi ako naniniwala sa pagkasabi na nakapagtapos na sa pag-aaral. Uso na yung word na yan. Nakapagtapos na siya. Tapos na siya sa pag-aaral. That is a foolish, actually it's a foolish mindset. Because you should never be finished learning. You should, I know what you mean. You mean you finished your degree or your course. But the truth is, you should always be a student. 
always a learner, always hungry, a lifelong learner, always teachable, growing, stretching. Jesus did not just give answers. He also listened and asked for answers. And you know, you need to be wise in your asking. Foolish questions sometimes gets foolish answers. Wise question, wise answer. Sometimes you need to ask the right people the right thing. Kadalasan kasi, ang mga nagahanap ng wisdom, ng input, ng advice, they're going to the wrong people, the wrong places to find wisdom. And they will turn to God last to find wisdom from God. How many people have I counseled and they, they finally say, Pastor, pray for me. Can you please share with me? So, you know, what do you, what do you suggest? What do you advise? And then I will find out that they have already been to so many other people trying to find wisdom before they came to ask prayer and get wisdom from God. Humingi sila ng advice sa co-worker, textmate, you know, internet pages. Sometimes people, when they're having a, a, a serious relationship problem, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, they will even call up the radio station and ask advice from the DJ. You know, as if, as if mababunot mo ng, ng revelation and, and truth from God from the DJ of the radio station. Na mismong buhay niya, wasak. Mismong marriage niya, broken. E siya pa ang magbibigay ng wisdom sa'yo? O manood ka ng Oprah? O kung ano-ano may meron dyan sa TV, doon ka mabubunot ng wisdom? No. Don't turn to the Lord last. Go to God first and ask wisdom. You know, be wise. And, the, and Proverbs says, being wise is the wisest thing you can do. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. Or another translation says, in all of your getting, get wisdom. Make sure you don't miss wisdom for life. I want you to put your hand on your heart like this. I pray that you have a strong spirit. That, on the, that because you build your house on wisdom, not money, not religion or education, those are all good. You'll bring those into the house as well. But hindi yan magiging foundation. So I pray that you build your house, you build your life, you build your spirit, and your, your, your relationships and your business or job. You build your future with wisdom from God. I pray that right now, every man, every woman in this place, that you increase in wisdom. More stretch, more Lord, more capacity. Stretch us, grow us. That we grow smaller of me, but larger of you. Less of me and more of you. Lord, a humble heart that receives new downloads of wisdom in decision-making, 
As we go up higher in life, we need more wisdom. The larger my life grows, the more I need wisdom. And Lord, sa, sa pintuan ng, ng aking spirit, let the good things come in and give me wisdom to keep wrong relationships out, wrong TV shows out, the wrong things that will not help. Lord, let me block these things out with wisdom. I pray for wisdom to build the house of every man and woman here, giving increase in grace, growing in grace, knowing that we are saved by grace. Grace for our jobs. Grace, grace, Lord. Grace, grace. We need grace to be who you want us to be and to do what you've called us to do. Give us your grace. Give us favor with others that we will be a walking asset, a quality source. Lord, uh, that favor will, rapport will rise up around our spheres that we will be influencers and not just the ones being influenced. We will be a light and salt in the earth. Lord, I pray that you give us wise answers to difficult challenges in life, answers to Satan during times of temptation, answers to those who oppose us, answers to the, the, the burdens Lord, give us wisdom and deep revelation. Light, light, light in our spirit. Turn the lights on that we might see truth and not be deceived by the influences of the world. Lord, give us a teachable spirit. Always learning, always willing to humbly ask questions. Thank you that Jesus is the answer for me and my world today. And we just depend on your wisdom. We lean on your mercy and lean on the grace that comes from you. Panginoon, kayo po ang magiging foundation ng buhay namin. And we will build our house on the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for that spirit of wisdom for your children. Regardless of age, regardless of education, regardless of worldly external factors, let the spirit of wisdom create wealth, health, peace, shalom in every way in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.